Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to the here and now. Welcome to this moment. It's so good to be with you. When you're entering, you can share where you're from. I have a story to share with you, as you can see by the title. From last night, this is the Brian Piergrossi podcast. For those who are, yes, I'm okay. You can see me right now. I'm alive. Um, <clears throat> so what happened was, I was uh, driving from Maryland to Asheville, North Carolina, my home base. Been gone for like 10 days or so, and um, it's a long drive, a lot of strange things happened yesterday, a lot of peculiar, bizarre situations and circumstances, and uh, so the trip was delayed, and uh, ended up being like 12 hours on the road, right? So, I, I'm within like five minutes of Asheville after driving for like 12 hours. And I take the exit to get back and there's a, there's a deer. Now, I've seen a lot of deer, right, and um, especially in the Blue Ridge Mountains and the Appalachian Mountains. I've seen a lot of deer on the road before, and usually they kind of see me driving and they sort of don't go onto the road, right? So I see the deer. I'm going pretty fast. I would say. 65 miles an hour and the deer sees me I see the deer the deer sees me right and this deer is so beautiful like I've always just I've always felt deer were so beautiful you know so I see the deer the deer sees me and there's this like terror in the deer and there's a terror in me, right? I don't want to hit the deer. The deer doesn't want to get hit. So I'm hitting the brakes. I'm like trying to swerve out of the way at the deer. Now this part's a little bit hazy, but it seemed like instead of going off the road, the deer actually makes a move towards me right towards the direction I'm in that's how it looked to me so I'm kind of trying to veer to the right away from the deer and I'm thinking deer go to the left but I veer to the right and the deer makes a move to the right and massive impact massive impact um, I'm hitting the brakes as hard as I can 
I see the deer hit the car. This is this is not one of those uh, fun stories I usually tell, by the way. But I think there's there's lessons to be had here that are really valuable for all of us. So that's why I'm I'm sharing. And we're just going to go as long as we go today. No no ten minutes. Well, however however long it takes it takes. So I there's a there's a massive impact with the deer. I see the deer's body seem like 10 feet, fly up in the air like 10 feet and just flop down on the ground to the side. I hit the brakes as hard as I can. Car comes to a stop. And then there's this moment. And I think most of you are familiar with this moment at some point in your life. There's this moment where it's like, what, what just happened? Am I, am I still alive? Did I die? Am I, am, am I injured? Is my, what happened to my car? I know the deer is dead for sure. So there's no question about that. But there's definitely a, a mourning about that. You know, there's a, there's some sort of, there's a feeling of, did I just kill a, a, a deer, right? A, a, a being that was, that was alive, that wanted to stay alive and is no longer alive, right? And a beautiful being, you know? Just a really beautiful being. Um, so it's like, did I do that? Why did I, why did I do that? Did, was I, was I in some space of neglect? Was I in some space of not being present, not being responsible? It didn't seem like it. It seemed like I was just driving and then all of a sudden it's dark and then there was a, a deer that's there, right? So all this stuff is, all this stuff is, is happening. But the first thing is like, am I alive? Yes. It seems like I'm alive. You know, because in that moment, you don't know, is the car going to like overturn? Is it going to, am I going to swerve into like a tree or into another vehicle? Right. So it could have been a lot worse. Right. But I'm alive. I didn't hit anybody else. I don't seem to be injured either. It seems like I'm fine. And yet there's all of this, um, the best way I can describe it is like fight or flight juice, like like just like flowing through the body, flowing through the body. All this adrenaline, all this like energy is like flowing through the body. This is what um, happens when you're in like a trauma state, right? So what I experienced is very minimal compared to what a lot of other people experience, right? So I'm starting to think about like people who've been... Uh, physically assaulted, people who've been physically abused, sexually abused, raped. They've watched someone get killed. They've watched someone be murdered. They've watched someone be tortured. They've been tortured. They've been in military zones, war zones, right? So we have this like trauma that is a part of the human experience, right? So what I experience is a lot more minimal than what other people have experienced. Um, and when I even saying some of the situations, I can remember times in my life where I experienced certain situations like that as well. 
right? So it's a part of being a human being. It's a part of being alive. So, so we'll get back to that. I'm going to get back to the moment. But I realize that I'm okay physically. I seem to be fine. Um, deer's dead. What happened to my car? Right? So I don't, I don't know that. So I call um, Annie, who's like, I'm like five minutes away. I almost made it. And um, Annie was super, super supportive and super, um, was really grateful for her. I think she's on here right now. So super grateful for you, love. And thank you for um, listening and, and being supportive. And um, So one thing that's valuable I'm kind of bouncing around a little bit, but I want to talk about the trauma. And one thing that's valuable is to talk about it because we, we experience trauma and we don't talk about it. It's so essential to, to have a space to communicate the feelings that are inside you, the emotions that are inside you, the beliefs that are inside you, the stories that are inside you, um, the physical sensations that are inside you to be able to communicate what happens because it's all about moving the energy, moving the energy, moving the energy because you're in a state of fight or flight, right? And you're in a state of, to a certain degree, shock. Like the shock comes because this is absolutely not what I expected to have happen, right? This is absolutely not what I thought was going to happen. This was not the way I thought my night was going to go, right? So anything, anytime something happens, it's, completely outside the trajectory of what you thought was going to happen with your mind, there's a state of shock, right? And it doesn't necessarily matter if it's good or bad. A lot of times we don't receive things that are good because we're too shocked, right? We, we freeze in the moment. It's like, I was, I was shocked. I'm shocked, right? So, so I get out. I look at my car and the the entire front end is smashed smashed in so uh, my my car insurance is a minimal car insurance I have the minimum so I don't have the full coverage so the payment will be out of my pocket right so and that's because a few different reasons I don't need to get into the whole thing but that's the way it is um so I noticed that, and then I notice the stories, right? The stories, I start to notice the stories. Um, this isn't fair. Like, why this happened to you? You don't deserve this. Like, you were just driving down the road. You were just minding your business. Like, why are you the one that this happens to? Um, this is going to cost so much money. The amount of money this is going to cost is going to be unbelievable. Like you had this intention and vision and goal of like, you know, generating income. And now you're, you're losing what you have. This is going to set you back so much. So all these stories are running, right? So it goes from like a physical safety to a financial 
physical survival to a financial survival. And what's so fascinating to observe is it's the exact, it hits us in the exact same way. We, when it comes to finances, like that's our means of survival, we think, right? We presume in this world, like we, we can't survive without money. So when it comes to money, there's this survival fear that arises inside us that's literally like we're going to die, right? So I'm watching all that. I'm observing all that. And this energy, as I move back to, as I make it home and I come back, this energy of this fight or flight juice is like still active. So it's like the body has its, its programming, it has its conditioning, right? So I'm fine physically. I'm fine, but this flight or flight juice is like still like coursing through the body, right? So it's like even though the situation is over, it's not over in the body. The body is still activate, activated. The body is still in a state of shock, in a state of trauma from the situation. So... A couple things to to inquire into at this point. One, how do we deal with trauma? Right? How do we deal with trauma? Two, the question comes into my consciousness, which is the question I always invite you all to ask, and it's the question I always have alive inside me, and initially I didn't have answers, but as I keep the question alive, the answers slowly over the past 24 hours start to come. And the question is, okay, this situation seems like it's bad, right? It seems like it's um, negative. It's definitely not what I wanted or expected or intended. And what is the opportunity here? What is the opportunity here? Where do I find an opportunity in this situation? And that question is alive. And that question, it's almost like you live in that question. Like you're living in the question. Everything you encounter, every circumstance you encounter, every situation you encounter, what is the opportunity here? So, appreciation right um, I'm alive I'm not physically harmed or damaged um, I appreciate the people that love me and support me I appreciate my partner I appreciate um, just life you know just like every moment like like you know there's nothing that's guaranteed it's like every moment's actually a gift Every moment's actually a, a, um, yeah, it's a gift to, to share love and receive love. And there's an opportunity to share with all of you, right? 
So there's an opportunity to be vulnerable, to be authentic, to be genuine, and to relate to a human experience, right? Something that's universal and to provide lessons that I discovered that I realized wisdom that's coming through that can be a benefit to hundreds of people, thousands of people over time. So that's a tremendous opportunity. Right? But it's only an opportunity if I take the opportunity, which is what I'm doing right now. If I don't take the opportunity, then it doesn't arise. If you see a chance, take it. Right? It's a line from an old Steve Winwood song. If you see a chance, take it. So I'm taking the chance right now to, to share with all of you what has um, opened up for me this experience. Then I started thinking about my car. And I started thinking about the money. So um, I got one estimate this morning to repair. And it's, um, he's saying it's at least four and a half thousand dollars and probably more to repair the vehicle, which is not money that I had anticipating spending today, right? And I don't know what's going to happen, right? I'm just exploring the options. I'm thinking, what's the opportunity? What's the opportunity? And an idea is starting to form, which is that this is really expensive, right? This, this, this is a major cost to, to get this car repaired. Um, what if I sell the car as it is in the condition that's in because it still it still drives just the whole front is smashed in right but I can still drive it what if I sell the car as it is and instead of paying out $5,000 maybe I get paid $5,000 hmm that's an interesting because this car is kind of I really love it's a Volkswagen Beetle um, black Volkswagen Beetle and I love this car. You know, there's something about, I think particularly us as Americans, like we're in our cars so much that they kind of become characters in our life. We become you know, pretty deeply connected to them in a way. So we've had a lot of experiences together. I love this car. And yet it's kind of small, right? It's kind of tight. Like there's not really not much of it. There's really not a back seat. There's a little bit of a back seat. Um, Maybe this is a chance to upgrade to a car that's more in alignment for me. Maybe. And then there's the trauma part, right? There's the sense of Being present with the body, and then you start you start start communicating with the body. So the body 
is conditioned. Remember, the body is conditioned over millions of years, right? And it's a collective conditioning. So the body is conditioned for fight or flight. The body is conditioned for emergency situations, right? So there's what feels like an emergency situation, an urgent emergency situation, all this hormones and adrenaline, all this stuff starts flooding the body, right? And the body feels like, the body-mind system feels like it's in danger. And you can carry that for years, for decades. You can carry this trauma, and, and so many people are, right? We're carrying this trauma state. So you can carry it for a day, you can carry it for a week, you can carry it for a month, you can carry it for a year, you can carry it for five years, 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years. And you can start looking for traumas, right? So the paradox is the way to transcend, to move through this this state of shock that the body is in is to be present with the body and not to avoid it, not to get away from it, not to run from it, but to notice what's the feeling that's happening in my stomach? What's the feeling that's happening in my heart? Where are my muscles? Are they tense? Are they relaxed? Where's my breath? Breath is huge. Where's my breath? Am I breathing? So you're noticing you're, there's, there's, there's awareness of the body and you're tuning into what's happening right now. What's happening right now? I'm sitting. It's quiet. I'm talking to you. I was in a traumatic situation that required all this fight or flight juice to be moving through my body, right? I like calling it fight or flight juice because it kind of describes everything. All this fight or flight juice to be coursing through my body. And now it's like, oh, that situation's over. So then it's like I, I start having this communication with my body. Like I'm literally like talking like the body and me, whatever you want to call me, um, me and the body are having a conversation. And I'm like, hey, body, like, it's okay, you know, everything's okay. Everything's going to be all right. Everything's fine. It's over now. I love you, body. I honor all of your sensations, all of your feelings, all of your impulses, all your hormones and your adrenaline. I just, I honor all of it. I, I see that it's there to protect me and it's there to make me feel safe and secure. Thank you. Thank you, body. So we're, we're kind of, we're kind of like, we're having this communication. And then I'm noticing the stories. This is very important. I'm noticing the stories, right? So the stories 
are wide ranging and the stories are all they're not crazy I mean they're all possible right this is going to put you in like financial ruin um, you know a lot of the stories are around money right um, everything you want to do you no longer be able to do you, you've lost your freedom you've lost your financial freedom stories that we're all familiar with Right, that we all know these stories that happen to us at different times. Fear based stories. So I'm watching the stories, and the question will arise with every story that arises goes, the question is, is it true? Is it true? And as you watch the stories, what happens is you what you observe is that when you're when you're present you're paying close attention and you're breathing you know there's a thing with Byron Katie before um, before questions in the work you guys are familiar with Byron Katie so the first question is is it true so there's a story and you say is it true and then the second question is, is it absolutely true? And my feeling is, why don't you just get to the, get to the heart of the matter, which is, it's never absolutely true. Is it absolutely true? No, never. There's no, there's no story that's absolutely true. You can never say there's a story that's absolutely true, especially if it's about the future. Right, it's, that's pretty obvious that it's not true if it's about the future. When you're conscious and present and clear, and, and, and you can notice it and look at it, whatever story we have about the future is just a story. So, any kind of like doomsday scenario, I'm not going to have any money, I'm not going to be able to survive, I'm not going to be able to be free, I'm not going to do what I want. Stories, stories, stories. Stories of the past are also stories. And the stories of the past are connected to the stories of the future because the stories we tell ourselves about the past are, are, the, are how do I say, they're, they're, they're kind of like embed us into the story we tell ourselves about the future. That makes sense? Like if that's who I am in the past, then that's who I'll be in the future. So they're, they're connected to each other. So this is my story. But my story isn't, isn't true. It's never true. It's just a story. So I'm noticing the stories and I'm noticing like, yeah, that could possibly happen in the future because of this. That could possibly happen in the future because of this. That could possibly happen in the future. And they're all not good, right? I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to find good stories, right? But, I'm, but I'm, what I'm noticing is that in observing the story, no, that's not true. That's not absolutely true. That's just a story. And then, as, as, as I move through all of those stories, no, not true, not true, not true. Okay, what's the opportunity here? What's the story that I want to create? What's the story that I want to create? What, where's, what's, what's the happy ending in this story, right? Because I'm the author of the story. So then I start to feeling like, well, yeah, this maybe is an opportunity to sell the car and make money. 
and then eventually get another car that's like more in alignment with me and um, what I want to create in this life it's an opportunity to really explore trauma in a deeper way which is such a um, an area where we're so deeply stuck in the human condition on so many levels so it's an opportunity to explore that with you it's an opportunity to share with you how I move through it how I help other people to move through it support people in moving through it it's an opportunity to be vulnerable it's an opportunity to be authentic it's an opportunity to be genuine and it's an opportunity to connect more deeply with my body to understand my body more deeply um, I happen to be listening to I'm a big fan of a guy named Laird Hamilton who was a former professional surfer and um, he's on the Joe Rogan podcast uh, last this past week and I'm listening to it this morning while I'm working out um, which by the way that's another thing to be able to exercise move the body is so important to be able to exercise and move the body is so important this 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 trauma is trapped in the body right so it's kind of like stuck so on a physical level the way to move the energy is to move the body the way to move any kind of energy is to move the body So, so I was moving the body this morning, and it, and that was that was really valuable. And then I'm listening to this 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 podcast, and Laird Hamilton's talking about breath work. Right. So first of all, I'm I'm really excited because this is a podcast that's one of the um, most widely heard podcasts in the world, and the fact that this information is getting out to people about the value of breath work. And how it can benefit people that are uh, moving through traumatic states or moving through states of shock or moving through stress, moving through anxiety um, is wonderful. It's wonderful and, and it just inspires myself to continue to share the breath work uh, workshops with Annie, which we've taken a little bit of a break from, but to really get out there and... Um, share the power of the breath, connecting with the breath to connect us to the natural state, the natural essence of who we are, body, mind, spirit, and move through traumas and move through states of contraction, states of resistance, states of suffering. And so, there's another opportunity, right? It's like, oh, to, to delve into this work, this breath work, and share it with people. This work that's so powerful, right? And to talk about it today with you. Where is your breath? Right? Breathe through it. Whatever it is, breathe.
So, may that be valuable to you. Share whatever questions or comments you have. And wish you a beautiful rest of the day. And see you in the next. Now, reminder, you can get this on iTunes. You can get this on wherever you get your podcast, where you have an Android or an iPhone. You can um, also get this on YouTube. You can also get this on Facebook. It's good to see a lot of you today I haven't seen in a while. If you want to, if you want um, support from me, just just send me a private message. It's the simplest way to do it, and um, and there's a lot of different ways to plug in. Whether it's a personal session, a private session, online group. <clears throat> Hi, Arlene. All right, y'all. Keep, take it forth the rest of the day. Wish you a beautiful rest of your day. And um, see you in the next now.